Hey everybody, this is Blake with Marvel.com, and I have the huge pleasure of sitting with Cal Penn. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good, Blake. I have the huge pleasure of being here in your offices, which is uh, super exciting for a dork like me. I gotta say, it's rare when... We bring a lot of celebrities by, it's rare when half the office geeks out and like they're peeking through their cubicles like just watching you walk by you were super cool about it taking pictures with everybody this is awesome these folks are all super awesome <laughs> i mean i what i guess i really love the history of comics but but also the whole process right um and i love talking to your your team and learning about how different artists and writers and inkers are in different parts of the world and how you manage all those teams and I just think that's the coolest thing. So thank you for letting me no. pick their brains for for an hour about all that. What was great is, like, I don't know if fans don't know, because most people, unfortunately, don't get to take the tour of the office. Everything's segmented into different, like, hero groups for editors. And, like, somebody on every, at least two people in each office were huge fans of yours, which is the re- craziest thing, which is, this is awesome. Well, thank you. That means a lot. I, um, I appreciate it. So you said you were a Spider-Man fan. Can you, you told us the story when you were walking by, but it's, it's really fascinating, and I'm sure the fans would love to hear about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, so, you know, like every kid, you, you kind of gravitate towards one particular comic or character, and I, I really enjoyed Spider-Man growing up. Um, at some point, I think late in middle school, maybe early high school, I remember reading some article about how um, just like jazz was the scapegoat for a lot of parents at the time thinking that their kids were delinquent because of some <laughs> external art force. Right. Uh, that comic books were also in that, that same category back in the day. Uh, and I went to a performing arts high school, so I, I always enjoyed kind of contextualizing um, art or, or theater or film with its place in pop culture at a particular time in history. And so I, I remember being super fascinated by both jazz and comic books and, <laughs> and how parents at the time thought that that was the reason their kids were delinquent. And then after college and as I started working as an actor when, you know, actors do we play characters that are sometimes morally objectionable depending on your your morality or your way of thinking or your your upbringing and and so I always remain fascinated with the notion that at different parts in history or different different components of history different things matter in different ways and then you look at um, particularly comic books you look at their inception from, you know, radio characters and, and TV movies and then going from being something that you know, used to be wholly American or even just wholly New York based. Walking around your offices and seeing how you you actually have teams all over the world in in almost every continent working together on particular characters and and books and projects is the coolest thing for me to see. <laughs> really, since that's my kind of dorky interest in in the meaning or the significance of comics to begin with, I just think it's really cool. Like the, a lot of these characters came out back in the day in the '40s or whatever, and we've we've uh, grown to love them, but they were only read in particular pockets or or in the United States or seeing how that expands into actually having artists of yours that are in you know Asia and Croatia and and uh wherever the heck they are <laughs> so many countries you just listed off I, I think that's awesome and it's funny too I gotta mention you knew uh Sana Aminat who's our Miss Marvel editor too in the past, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, so she, uh, she and my uh, one of my best friends from high school are cousins, and so I knew her in high school. I knew her. Uh, I think the last time I saw her was probably eight or nine years ago at our our friend's wedding or her cousin's wedding. Um, but I had read in the last year about Ms. Marvel and her her comic and all the you know the press pieces on it, and never connected that that was her. <laughs> Until we just walked into her office. I was like, hey, good to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. And then she points to this thing on the wall. She's like, you know, this is my, my new thing. It's called Ms. Marvel. I'm like, no way. That's you? <laughs> I, know. I had no idea. So 
that's the coolest thing in the world too is somebody you knew in right. high school who's now you know behind this huge new comic was really cool so I, and i haven't read them yet she gave me a couple of a uh, couple of copies so i'm excited to dive into those yeah it's great it's uh it's a good one let us know what you think after you read it i will i mean for me the most exciting part is that the the character oh. is from new jersey <laughs> so i was born and raised in new jersey uh i feel like the more i talk to people about this it's new jersey and texas are the only two states that have this bravado about being where you're from <laughs> And so, uh, so the most exciting part was learning that this character's from New Jersey. This, is it like Texas is more? It's the opposite that people are like don't they don't mess with Texas, and then what's the Jersey thing? I mean, t- Texas to me is weird because they want to secede and all this stuff, uh. right? So I don't get that. But being from New Jersey is just—it's almost like an ethnicity. No matter where <laughs> you are in the world, if you meet somebody else from New Jersey, there's this instant bond. Because you you had a very similar cultural upbringing, uh, and I always felt like it was maybe this ties into her comic too. I'm not sure, uh, and I don't want to speak for it before I read it. But <laughs> but being from New Jersey, you always you always grew up with a really diverse group of people around you, and you never, or at least my experience, you never were really that conscious of the fact that people had their differences. You just right. always knew that uh, what it means to be American or what it means to be from New Jersey is that you've got all these friends from totally different backgrounds uh so i i I think maybe that i'm probably analyzing the heck out of all of this stuff (laughs) and your your listeners are going to be like is what is he talking about (laughs) no no. it's just a comic just enjoy it (laughs) um and i don't mean to disparage texas obviously i i enjoy going to texas i just i feel like those are the only two states that have that bravado and obviously i only understand the new jersey background (laughs) um i gotta ask too the reason i guess Basically, why you are here in the first place is about the Sesame Street video you worked on. Can you kind of tell fans a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, my friend Zach Levi was doing this incredible video. Who's been by the office. He's been in Thor. Yeah, so you guys know him really well. Uh, He did this video for Mashable.com and Sesame Street that was about encouraging kids to, especially with the summer, um, you know, getting away from video games and uh, social media and smartphones and instead of staying inside, actually going outside playing on playgrounds, going for a walk, sitting on a bench, the, the things that, um, this is probably going to date both of us, but the things that we would actually <laughs> right, do. Right, right, Not that I didn't play video games, but, you know. <laughs> you went outside every once in a while. You also went yeah. outside. Um, and so I was, uh, it's been a goal of mine for the last probably 10 years to be on Sesame Street in any form. <laughs> like, at first I set my sights really high and I said I want to host an episode of Sesame Street, and then that slowly dwindled down into... I will be an extra on Sesame Street if I just get to be on Sesame Street in any capacity. Uh, and Zach and I have the same publicist, uh, and she uh, texted me like two weeks ago and said, hey, are you close to Madison Square Park right now? Because um, we're shooting this thing with Zach and, and Sesame Street and Mashable, and I know you've wanted to meet the Sesame Street guys for a long time. Why don't you come by? And I was a block away. Oh, my God. Both Zach and I live in New York. Uh, and I, I, I just happened to be a block away, so I texted her back. I, actually, I called her. I said, where are you? I'm a block away from Madison Square Park. And uh, and I stayed on the phone with her, and 30 seconds later, I'm in this park with her, and, and she goes, do you want to meet these guys? And I said, yes, but, I, I mean, I didn't expect that. You couldn't have given me a heads up. You you probably knew this was happening for weeks. So uh, so I met the sisters, you guys, and it turns out that the... There was one line in this song, in this video that, that they had recorded with, with Zach that they were shooting, uh, and it was a cameo, and they didn't have anybody to, to play the cameo, and, and they were just going to grab somebody in the park, and they said, do you want to do it? I said, well, absolutely I want to do it. It turns out to be this super fun line about um, about Snapchatting with Bert. 
and it was the coolest the coolest thing I think I've done. I I I wish you you guys who are listening could see the absurdly dorky grin on my face right now because I loved it. Um, I also lack the ability to dissociate the the actual puppets from the puppeteers. So shooting shooting this thing, we showed up and you know the puppeteers are awesome by the way, super talented guys and uh, and Bert's ready to shoot and I just kind of look at him before the camera's rolling and I go, uh, "Hey Bert, how's it going, man?" And puppeteers obviously being being great guys that they are, Bert just nods his head and goes, "Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good." <laughs> I'm good. We're here in the park, you know. We're we're shooting for the day. I'm like, this is so cool. I just had a conversation with Bert. I also probably sound like a huge stoner right now to the people <laughs> listening, and I that's that's not me in real life. But I'm not doing very much to dispel the stereotype. <laughs> and you mentioned, uh, did you say talk about Grover? Grover. Yes. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't get to work with Grover. Grover uh, was in the uh, in the video. Also, you guys should check it out. It's it's on Mashable.com, and uh, I've tweeted the link a few times. I'll tweet it again with uh, the link to the the podcast, but. Um, but yeah, it, Grover was in it. I met uh, a couple of weeks ago. I did a um, there was a, a Broadway honors um, Neil Patrick Harris and uh, um, Elmo came to that, oh, wow. which was pretty sweet. Elmo and Telly. Have you met Kermit? Not yet, man. Have you met Kermit? We almost had Kermit no by. Way. He didn't come by. Oh, Kermit and uh, Constantine. Okay, yeah. We're supposed to come by, and then their schedules were too packed. So sure. I mean, Kermit's yeah. a. What, uh, what would you do with him in front of the green screen? Oh, good point. That's a good question. He's. Doing, I guess he does blue screen. He does blue screen. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I was thinking. Wait, wait. He's he's done this before. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, Ker- Kermit's obviously on the bucket list. Um, and I want to do. By the way, this is super addictive now, right? So I, I'm very happy and proud of the video. Zach is incredible. He's he he carries the whole song. He and Bert carry the whole song, uh, and he does a tremendous job. And I've just got I've just got this little cameo. But I when I watched, it, I'm like, okay, now I want to do a song. With yes, Bert, right. It was this addictive thing. Like, what 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 more can we do with Sesame Street? Oh, I want to do this. It's super fun. Well, your foot's in the door already. So. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I I want to. And I have a lot of a lot of buddies who've. Uh, Andy Samberg does this awesome, uh, it's almost, I, th- I want to say it's like a five-minute scene where he and Bert drink milk together and <laughs> and just talk. They're just sitting at this table talking. It's the funniest thing. It's so good. Um, it's it's really good. Seth Green has a, has a, a great Sesame Street clip. Um, it's just cool. It's really cool that they do all that cross-promotional stuff. And, you know, you grow up as a little kid watching it. So I'm, I'm glad... Uh, I hear that when you shoot Sesame Street, you you go one of two ways. You either, like in my case, completely lose the ability to, to <laughs> dissociate. So I just see Bert. I don't see the right. puppeteers. Uh, or people say that it it bothers them that they <coughs> can't. You know, they do dissociate. They can't see Bert. They only see the puppeteer. That kind of thing. Ugh. I heard a cool story when I um, right after college, I had a friend who was working at Children's Television Workshop, and she. Uh, she called me and she goes, I just saw the most adorable thing today. We had a three-year-old who came in to shoot with Cookie Monster. Um, and we we told, like our producer told the three-year-old that the real Cookie Monster was sick today, which is why there's a guy right underneath Cookie Monster who's who's the puppeteer. And I just thought, that's so cool. So the three-year-old, you know, is shooting an episode of Sesame Street, but then goes home and can still watch it and believe. That's amazing. It, I just thought that was really cool. It was very sweet. I have to say... I, I think I, I told you this earlier, but when I, I got the press release about uh, about the video and I didn't watch I hadn't watched it yet, and then on a Saturday I was like, okay, I'm gonna get to it. 
I was just going to stay in all day and watch Netflix because I needed a day off. Yeah. I watched the video and I was like, man, I got to go outside. Really? So I went jogging for like two hours and I was like, that was, it was all because of that video. And it's a great video. Awesome. They it's, did such a good job with it. Sesame man. Street I, does everything right. So they, Sesame and, and Mashable too. I thought that partnership right. was so cool. Um, and I loved. Uh, I mean, look, I have a I have a tiny part in it, so I can't take credit for the incredible work those guys have done. But as a fan of Sesame Street and Mashable, both watching it and. It's everything from the writing. The song is super catchy. The song is super catchy, right, by the I way. Agree. Yeah. It's uh it does make you want to go outside. And mm-hmm. the, the I think uh, Zach tweeted something like this, but the irony of the fact that we were tweeting about a video encouraging you to stop tweeting and going outside was not <laughs> lost on anybody. But I'm glad it was effective. I mean it, it's it's necessary. I mean it, it it wasn't jamming a thing down your throat. It was like being smart about it and it needs yeah. it needs to be said. You're, you guys are doing the right thing. No, well and dude, shooting it for a day in the park was cool yeah. too. I I uh, I realized that whenever I'm in parks, I'm either eating lunch, or I'm looking at my Twitter feed or something, <laughs> sitting there waiting for a friend or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. putting phones away to even shoot a video in the park on a beautiful day was really fun. I get it. Um, so you so you mentioned Sesame Street. You kind of geeked out over. Is there anything you're a huge fan of personally? Like what you said, jazz and comics. But what's your one thing? Do you collect anything? Do you watch a show obsessively? What do you do? That's a good question. Uh, it was it was probably Sesame Street in terms of the, really the obsession factor. Um, I really liked, and this I guess this ties in in some way to to both comics and the history of things, but the. Um, the diversity of characters, and I don't mean ethnic, gender, etc., because we're talking about Muppets or 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 right, characters. Right. <laughs> but the the uh, you know I grew up in New Jersey watching Sesame Street, and to me Sesame Street was a place that was about an hour away if I took the train or the subway. Even as a four year old, you know you come into the city all the time to eat or to go see a show or visit your parents' friends or whatever. And so I just always associated, okay, the Sesame Street characters are real and they live in New York. And that's really cool and I hope one day I get to see them. And then as you get older and especially going off to college and and realizing that, A, the majority of the world does not grow up next to New York City. (laughs) So you've got a weird bubble of a worldview. Uh, But the fact that everybody loves these characters and learns so much from them and... and, uh, even if your upbringing is completely different, you're learning maybe more about the world because of characters like this. It, there was this huge dork factor, and also the <laughs> the uh, you know before the the when the characters were a lot more amalgamated, and, and Henson was doing both Muppets and uh, Sesame Street stuff. Seeing uh, seeing a overlap, like I remember one of my favorite. I think it was actually an episode of the Muppet Show, not Sesame Street, but I might be mistaken. Where there are two Kermit the Frogs, so the casts come together. Oh, and the two Kermits fight over who's the real Kermit the Frog. Uh, that kind of stuff I love. So things that are funny for adults, but that still teach kids something, um, was something we grew up on, but something that still holds true. And I love that. I think Even those new Muppet thing. films are still fantastic. They're awesome. Too. Yeah. They're awesome. That's what you need to be in. You need to be in the next one. I know. Movie. I'm working on it. Let's lobby. Speaking of that, you are the, sound like the busiest, busiest man in the world. Can you tell fans some of the... The things you're up to now. Yeah, sure. I, I, uh, and thank you. I hope I stay busy. You seem, uh, you seem like it from what you just. Well, but as an actor, about. you've got you, you like you work for six months and then 
you have nothing for four months and you freak out, like, am I ever going to work again? And then you book something else, knock on wood. So uh, I just, I had a little break the last couple months and I was teaching a class at UCLA. Oh, cool. Which was fun. Uh, I went there as an undergrad, so it was nice to go back to campus and spend, you know, a month and a half <laughs> teaching there. Um, but I'm doing uh, I'm doing a film uh, called Outliving Emily in New York um, in, I guess, in yeah, in June. Uh, and then another movie called Stereotypically Yours, which is an independent comedy uh later in june early july and then in july i go back to la to uh shoot a show called battle creek which i'm super excited about it's a drama it's a cop drama about uh cops in battle creek michigan we're shooting it in la but it takes place in michigan <laughs> and it's uh vince gilligan and david shore so i did house with david and vince obviously you know breaking bad it's gonna be huge gonna be hopefully gonna be huge uh brian singer directed the pilot which was awesome he obviously did x-men with, mm-hmm. with you guys uh so it's a really cool, amazing creative team behind it, and it's for CBS, so they, they obviously know what they're doing marketing-wise. I always, you know, kind of hold my breath when I do TV because you want it to succeed so badly, and I love this character, and it's a little bit of a different role for me because it's a drama and I play a cop. So, uh, you know, fighting bad guys and things like that. Uh, so we, we start shooting in, um, in July, and it comes out, uh, I think, in January, so right after the New York for a, a mid-season show on CBS. Did you do any, did you do any ride-alongs with cops? Or I any? did. It was awesome. Really? So the, uh, the real Battle Creek Police Department are, are really great guys. I had the chance to spend a day with them in, uh, I think, in March, uh, right before we shot the pilot. Um, and they were, they were really, really nice. Um, I think they, they were excited that I wanted to... You know, kind of do justice to whatever the real world of, of police work in a town like Battle Creek was, and so they they took me for ride-alongs, took me into a bunch of their different offices to kind of meet uh, different components of the police force and explain what it is they do. Um, you know, to sit there and watch when they actually have to pull somebody over or when they um, just it, it it was really neat, especially for somebody who does not have you know that exposure. I'm the kind of actor that likes to do that research the best of your ability obviously we're a fictionalized version of it right so it's not it's not really reflective of any actual police department but to the extent that you can pick things up from it um i think that's awesome and you you learn little things that feed your character too little choices that cops are making that uh hopefully are not your standard tv cop choice because you're talking to some of these men and women did you say anything like really bad when you were on the ride-alongs or um I mean, you see, yes and no. I didn't. I mean, thankfully, I didn't see anything actively, but you get a sense of the risks that um, that the law enforcement folks are in when they're when they're in these roles. You also get a sense of um, their relationship with the community. So, you know, particularly in in higher crime neighborhoods, their relationship with the neighbors of of folks who uh, you know they know they have to keep their eye on, and how the neighbors will call and say, "I think there might be a you know." A, gang member down the street and could you guys just do a, a ride by things like that that you kind of pick up is really fascinating because you um you know i have no background at all in policy or law enforcement or anything like that mm-hmm. and so to see it from different perspectives was really interesting especially when you're going in to play a fictionalized version of it it's awesome I, I gotta say too i'm sure you hear about it you hear this all the time but it's really great what you do and on the politics side of things too because you're really successful in acting but going back and giving back is, is really awesome. Oh, thanks, man. It, it was um, I I enjoyed it. I I was lucky to take a two year sabbatical and work in in DC and and uh, loved every second of it. Would you know I don't have a uh, any plans to have a future in politics <laughs> per se, but 
um, really awesome experience, and I, I feel very lucky to have that, and very lucky to have fans who, uh, when I came back to my first love, which is of course acting, that they're they're supportive and excited to see my stuff, which is which is awesome because I couldn't do it if that weren't the reality. You're the man, sir. What, Thanks, dude. How can fans reach you? I know you're active on on Twitter. I am active on Twitter. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, my uh, my. My Twitter handle is at Calpen, K-A-L-P-E-N-N. Um, I just finally started Instagramming oh. a little more, uh, and that's PenCal, P-E-N-N-K-A-L. Um, that, that's those are, the those, big are the, those are the big two. Thank you so much for yeah. taking the time. This was a huge pleasure. Thank you. And everybody check out Battle Creek, the Sesame Street video. We'll have links to everything up on the story. This is all. We got, you got a lot going on. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. And I, I am. I wish. I, I just wish I could convey to people listening how excited <laughs> I am that I'm actually here and get to look around and poke around. And you guys have been awesome. Your whole team here. So thank you. I think our Spider-Man editor said anytime you want to come by, you can. So. Yeah, but that's dangerous to offer because I'll be that's here he a said. lot. So he said it. So all right. it's done. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>